All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast coming to you live from the Lodge. My name's Will DeFreeze. To my right, David Ruff. I don't want to get out ahead of myself here, but the battle for my gut has been won. Really? The war will rage on. We'll see. Into perpetuity, potentially. But let's just say the good guys, we got this one. Are there just like are there just like little like molecules just like ripping down statues and like just like just raising hell in there? There's uh there's a there's a parade, ticker tape. What is ticker tape exactly? It's when uh so it's a, a stocked thing from okay. back in the day. All right. Do you, want, do you want the answer? I mean, is that it? Well it's 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 they used to print, you know, before there was the CNBCs of the world, they used to print out the trades on a ticker tape. So you would read the tape and be like, Oh shit, um Delta just traded at at thirty five bucks, uh-huh. and you'd be like, "All right, well, I want to buy it at thirty four ninety nine. That's ticker tape. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know I was getting a serious response there. And, ticker, and, it, and it's one which, of, by the way, I don't deserve a serious yeah, response. Like, no, no offense, that's fucking nerdy. Yeah. Well, I mean, how else you, you, you'd be like, "Hey, what did what did so and so trade at?" You're did like, you take like history of the stock market? Yeah. What's your college? No, you know a lot about the yeah. stock market. Yeah. What's up? I, I, at I your a, young age, you're very wise. I was a finance major in college. Oh, okay. Finance. Yeah. I was a finance major in college. Yeah, and. uh that was I was I was planning on doing that before uh, before I ended up doing. David's not here this for stuff. finance talk right now. No, David's not a he's not a finance guy. Major announcement: We got Brett Merriman in the studio today, uh, filling in for Dylan Shivery. What's going on? How's it going, Brett? It's you're good. not as red today as I thought you might be, I'm but you're d- dude, still you got color. I'm getting tan. It's it's summer of tan, Brett. I don't know if you know that. Also, Dave, I was gonna make a pulag joke, but missed my window. So, like, there's a there's a, the pulag situation in your gut. Biome. Oh, I get it now. Make so, a compare. What? Explain. It's, it's a, it was a poop joke early in the podcast. Oh, early. Poop poo log? Poo log, log, not yeah. gulag. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. So yes. It's, it's topical with college. I duty. thought pulag was some sort of finance term that I was unaware of. <laughs> I really Speaking did. Of, it's like, I, okay. Boy, do I have an investment opportunity for you, Dave. Did you tell everybody why Dylan's not here? Dylan. Well, actually, can we? So on on Friday, I I missed a, a wash media meeting that Dave Dylan and I had oh. on on Fridays. Yeah, you did. Uh, we always have a quick little meeting on Fridays. You the know, best thing about of, it was it was a it's via phone. Yeah, and so <laughs> so I started running some errands on Friday because we were leaving leaving uh, town later that day, and I had left my phone in my car because I did not want to have it in the grocery store where I feel like there's just you know peak germs. And then I walked out to my car and saw that I had a few text messages that were just like, the one that really stung was just when Dave wrote, Willie forgot. And I was like, yes, yes, I did. I definitely forgot. It was pretty meeting. clear what happened to me. And so we rescheduled yeah. the meeting to be the early, early this morning at the lodge. And we got a, a text from Dylan that said, uh, I slept through my alarm. I will, I will not be able to make this. Mm. And then we found out that Stella has been throwing up all morning. And so huh. Dylan's got to confront that right now. Sure. So, well, prayers up to Stella. We hope, we hope we're doing well, Stella. I've got faith that she'll pull through. Yeah, I think so. Just she had a big week. She yeah. probably got into something at the wherever they were lake or were they at the lake, the beach, or the mountains? It's hard to say. Did you guys have this? Do you guys, you guys like had this conversation on uh, on the mail, and I assume we did because I was going to say like I was catching stray bullets on Reddit because of what you guys were saying. Well, you're oh. you're a total dumbass for your opinion on that. So what's what's my opinion? I don't even know. I assume you're a late guy. 
Yeah, but someone, someone, and I will say this might be the most logical thing that somebody has said on Reddit that the Great Lakes are a different beast and they should be removed 100%. from the conversation. I would love 100%. to experience that because I, I, I get where that, that statement comes from, but I want to see it in practice. It's the ocean without the currents, without the like scary things in it, without salt. Salt. It's, Tell that to the Edmund Fitzgerald. It's just great. Yeah, the Edmund Fitzgerald may beg, beg to differ, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a good place to be. Uh, anyway, sorry. No, Dylan really just doesn't like the beach. Which is interesting because, as I brought up, his favorite thing <laughs> in the world is sprinting into the ocean. That's true. So I don't understand why he doesn't like the beach as much. But. Well, I, it was funny to me. When we went to Ponte Vedra Beach for the Players' Championship, we had some downtime one afternoon, and we decided to go hit the beach. We were like, well, like we're, this is really our only free afternoon to go do something. Let's go to the beach, which was right next to us. Dylan walked to the beach, no towel. Hmm. How do you show up to a beach with no towel? See, I think he might be just doing it wrong. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's does not have uh, the experience beaching it like one would need to make such a decision. Like Dylan doesn't know to take off his sandals before you really start getting into like the the sand, and so he's just like struggling to walk through. Yeah, mm-hmm. like come on, dude, figure yeah. it out. That's one of my least favorite feelings when the sand is like 160 degrees, mm-hmm. and you're just like, man, I don't, I don't need to be doing this right now. No, it's like too hot for the feet. It's too so hot you're just for like the kind feet. of sprinting through. So you need those fine, like the f- super fine sand beaches that are bright white. Okay, I mean that must be nice to like just be able to get, get one of those. I'm so say, white. I'm getting some. I'm getting some aqua socks, some water okay. shoes. I'm just gonna start wearing them all the time. Is it aqua socks? Mm-hmm. Swim just, shoes. Yeah, just swim shoes. What are swim shoes? They're they're swim shoes. What? There was a time where there was nothing more uncool than a swim shoe. I don't think I've made, the ever time may still be now. Heard of swim shoes? Yeah, they're a thing. Swim shoes are just normal shoes that are just like neoprene that you slide on your feet, and it makes it, it makes it very easy oh. to walk through like a, a rocky. They make beach sense. Or okay. Here's the thing. So, as I, I can speak as someone who uh, went to school where there's rivers and river floating and whatnot, you when you went down to the river and you're waiting in line to get your tube, if you saw people with the those shoes on, you would. In your own head, make fun of them, but have to acknowledge the how practical wearing those on the river is because, like, the river, the bottom of the river, it parts is very rocky and shallow, and being barefoot, you can cut your feet up, get them bruised up. Oh, yeah. But you still yeah. got a stunt with your bare feet. Oh, we had zebra mussels, like, all over the place when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, I know. So you brought you, them down here to Texas. We had to have them. We yeah. had to have those things on. They are I mean, absolutely swagless. Yeah. I mean, Zebra mussels or the shoes? Both, zebra mussels are fuck like, zebra mussels. How do you how do you like with the name zebra mussels? That sounds pretty dope. Just and a to just yoke this, zebra. Yeah, this little tiny thing. Like, dude, come on. They're decimating the local population of of stuff in Lake George. Remember to rinse off your boat yeah. before you put it back in the water. I don't know how Michigan. I don't think we totally remedied it, but they're definitely not as apparent. You used to be able to reach down, pick up a rock, and it would just be completely covered in zebra mussels. It's a problem, Will. It is a problem. Did you see that the tropical storm, Crystal Ball, um, is going to go pretty much on a straight north, slightly northeastern path up to the Great Lakes? Really? So yeah. they're going to get like they're going to get the tropical cyclone effect of you know the winds coming out of the weird direction and just the moisture, heavy rains. I'm interested to see what that does with the Great Lakes, like how that interacts. Because you know you have, I've always been obsessed with lake effect snow, just because oh, of lake having family great. in Niagara Falls. 
uh, it's just because it sounds like a it's can be disastrous, you know, it's, blizzard and whatnot. For us, it's never been disastrous, but that's when you know that you're about to get absolutely pounded, and you're going to get either a snow day, a powder day, both. Who knows? Dude, the thing about Lake Effect snow though is like the band where it snows like four feet is about ten miles wide. It's crazy. That's crazy. So you can you can drive and be in a blizzard, and then they'll get two feet of snow, and then you can go ten miles, and it'll be nothing. Yeah, it's a weird phenomenon. Yeah, flip. I think Lake Erie is one. It's headed more towards Erie. That's the one. That's west, right? Ooh, I'm not sure. You really don't know? Pretty eerie. No, okay. no. I was saying I don't know if the lake affects snow oh, goes to Lake oh, Erie. Oh. Yes. No, no, no. I mean like the the. That's where the the storm's gonna kind of make its way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more on that side. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Great Lake, David? Probably closer to the original Mitten. Um, <laughs> do you know how to remember the Great Lakes? Uh, what is it? Tinstoffel. There's no such thing as a free lunch. I think that's it, yeah. Hmm. No, Holmes. Yeah, Holmes. H-O-M-E-S. Okay. Huron. Uh-huh. Huron's underrated. No one's talking Huron's about Huron. Is Huron like the coldest? No one's talking. No, Lake Superior is definitely Superior? the coldest. Yes. Lake Superior is the bad boy of the Great Lakes. When Lake Superior shows up to the party, it's like, oh, shit. Keep your girl close. Because this lake is going to steal your girl. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, a, I'm an Ontario Erie guy. I, you should be. Yeah. If I, I were you, I'd be riding for that as well. They're but they're, they're kind of boring though. They're pretty. You know, they're they're the shallower of the lakes. They just kind of don't. Yeah, no. They're they're there. There's tight fishing in Ontario. You get some salmon off, but I gotta so, ride, I gotta ride with the murder mitten. I gotta go with Lake Michigan, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, Superior. Yep. Ha. <laughs> Good work, David. Cool. Can we make some major major announcements right now? Yeah. They're not that major. I'm sorry, but. Uh, as you may know from last Wednesday, happy hours are only on Wednesdays now. If you want to subscribe, if you want to check it out, go to youtube.com slash washmedia. We've got all full episodes up there. We've got clips up there from, from certain episodes. We've got clips from the Patreon episodes if you want to you know, dip your toe in the water and see. Maybe dip your toe in Lake Erie. Uh, to be clear, it's video clips, not like uh, we're not playing grinding on loop, that w- th- which would be way sicker. If we had actual like clips doing YouTube videos on Wash Media's channel, that would be dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, we are doing the Circling Back Movie Club. Is that what we're calling it? What are we, we doing? We got to think of a better name. Yeah, I, feel we like, gotta... I feel like the movie or book club thing has been done. Yeah, <laughs> like we got we to gotta figure this out. So if anyone has any ideas, just do it. Uh, should we just call it something with cinema in the title just to like make people hate us? Cinema Hour. Motion, the Motion Picture Party. Mm-hmm. M- MPP. MPP. Are you down with MPP? Yeah, you know. yeah oh, I think that yeah. works. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, we're doing American Pie. If you want to watch American Pie, it is currently on HBO to stream. So just hit up your friend with a password and make that happen. Or you yeah. don't have to. American Pie is one of those movies that I feel like everyone's seen at least three times. And so I think you'll understand where we're coming from if you know any of the plot at all. The funny yeah. thing about American Pie is a guy fucks a pie. Yeah. Spoilers. One of the least funny parts of the movie, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I didn't. I always thought it was, wasn't that great. Yeah. And also, like, yeah. I think I think upon rewatching it, I think I'm going to be, like, pretty disgusted by the Shannon Elizabeth scene. I mean, I, I don't know. I, the uh, the concept of it, yes. Yes. But the actual... <laughs> oh, I mean, I had, don't the, get me wrong. I had a crush hey, on her yeah, for right. the entire time. What's she doing now? I don't know. I bet she married a, a shipping magnet. Yeah, that makes sense. It would make sense if she just did that. Actually, we should Brett. holster this Here for tomorrow. Brett. We need to do a yeah, where yeah, are they yeah. now of all the shitty people. She's from Houston. Is she? Good oh, H-Town, man. stand up. H-Town. She is... Um, How old is she these days? 44. 46. I bet, yeah. she is, I bet she's still drop-dead gorgeous. 
Uh, she currently lives in Cape Town, South Africa, and Ooh. runs the nonprofit animal rescue organization she co-started in 2001, Animal Avengers, which sounds like a tight Sick. movie. Just like super, super animals that just fight crime. Should we get her on this? Save the planet. Should we get her on this? Oh, shouts to Waco High School, too. Um, She's from Waco? She went to Waco High School. Hmm. At one point, considered a professional tennis career. She's She's tall. I feel like she could play. But anyway, yeah, we're doing movie movie recap tomorrow on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash trickling back podcast. Should be fun. I'm I'm excited. We're kinda we're picking movies that have either we've discussed on here or mess with Dylan because he's never seen mm-hmm. or just classics that we've kind of forgotten about. I like, can't hardly wait. I can't even remember how that came up, but like I think it was because I, I just randomly saw it on Netflix and was like, oh, I forgot how funny this was. I, I got to re- do a rewatch real quick. multiple people hadn't seen it. Haters, dude. But Haters. Dylan, oddly, Dylan had. Dylan, yeah, Dylan, Dylan respected that. It's because he, I think he just was watching it to take cues from McNeely. <laughs> Trip? Yeah. Like so many people have been like, dude, you're kind of like Trip McNeely. He was like, all right, I got I to gotta see this movie. Three hundred sixty-two thousand followers for Shannon Elizabeth too on uh, on the gram. On the gram? Yeah. Does she live on like a wildlife farm? Add me on the gram. Is she like a Carol Bat, like a hot Carol Baskin? She's a vegan. I don't know if that tells have you much. To do with Y'all see the Carol Baskins news? It did. She got the ranch, or the the park? No. Do you see the other news? Oh no. Turns out the um, the will from her ex ex husband who is dead uh, was considered a hundred percent forgery. Wow. Oh, no. Okay. Ooh, not good. So oh, no. she definitely killed that dude. Hard to say. I don't think Arguably. she killed him. I don't think she killed him. I just think the tiger killed him. Hard to say, though. Could be. That's interesting, man. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I'm going to have to look into this more before I speak on the matter. But that is, uh, Will, that is breaking news. Yep. Sorry. Will's breaking news. That's what we do early in the podcast. Sorry, Brett. I'll do it, dude. Can we talk about MeUndies real quick? MeUndies. Love MeUndies. Wearing them right now. I would prove it, but we are on video. <laughs> that That's big of you. It's not nudity if you just show your underwear. Yeah, but st- dude, you know what I mean. take your pants off. Take your pants off. People's wives are watching this. True. Uh, remember, this Pride Month, it's critical that we take a moment to recognize and remember the intersectionality between pride and racial injustices that we continue to endure today. This month, through their Me Undies Gives initiative, Me Undies continues to take action to achieve their mission of creating a more thoughtful and accepting world by making $50,000 donations to both the It Gets Better Project and Black Lives Matter. They, like Me Undies, are committed to standing up against hate and intolerance and creating a world where hope outshines fear for all people. With Me Undies Gives, simply by shopping with Me Undies, you help support this cause. Dave, you're, you said you're wearing them right now. Dude. Shout out to Me Undies for stepping up. No one That's was awesome. expecting. I, no one was expecting that copy from a Me Undies read off the top. I love I, it. I I will be honest. I'm very. I'm. It's not that I'm surprised in Me Undies. It's just like, it's cool to see brands that we work with, uh, do stuff like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Shout out to them. Like I said before, I'm wearing them right now. I think I'm wearing the Halloween ones. They got skulls and spooky Ooh. faces. Yeah, that's the spookiest underwear they make. Um. And they're awesome. And I wear them like pretty much every day. One of my favorite things in the world was when we would – so I, we talked about our Friday meetings with Dave Dillon and I, and, and we used to do it via, you know, whatever, video chat because we were all quarantined. And several times Dylan would be like, oh, well, one sec, I'm going to go grab some more coffee or something. And he'd stand up, and you would just see these, like, really bright, comfortable-looking me undies pajama pants. And I'm like, oh, Dylan's just living in pajama pants right now. 
You love to see it. You know they also have an undies membership where every month the softest undies ever appear at your door? I think that's what we are linked up in because I get every month I get a new delivery and I'm yeah. like I'm like wait what did I order what did I, what did you know, or hey what did my wife order this time oh yeah uh, it's underwear for me for me undies shout yeah. out the convenience factor is just so clutch you never have to leave the house and you also get site wide savings early access and free shipping it's it's just pure joy uh, right now me undies has a great offer for our listeners for any first time purchases you get 15 percent off and free shipping you got to give this super softness a try. Especially because they have a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. You need your underwear company to have a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. Uh, to get fifteen percent off your first order, free shipping, and that one hundred percent satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash circling back. That's meundies.com slash circling back. All right, boys, I got a question for you. What'd you guys do this weekend? Ooh. I didn't do much. If you're Dave, you can lead off because I mine's my weekend's boring. You don't look blood red, so I can tell. Yeah, I'm I am getting by the pool though. Here's yeah. here's the, the what I'm doing is I switched on sunscreens. I'm a 30 boy now. You went from four, yeah, which is you should may as well put on like peanut oil. Yep. To 30, which is 30 is good. What what? How are you applying this? Uh, spray and pat, or spray and rub, I guess. Like, I can say patting is weird. Like, be you, careful. You with can't the spray. spray and just start like slapping your arm. No one's yeah, doing. Well, that. It, it's it's spray and rub. Um, I'm struggling. Usually, it's the opposite way. Hey. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, but but with the face, I'm going into the hand, and then app applying like so. That's the move. Yeah, that's the move. I although like I got yelled at by uh, Caroline for like she's like, ooh, that's terrible for your face. Like, what what, what am I supposed to do? Why? Well, I don't know. Here's just, what you need to do. You need to be using a moisturizer every morning, and that's and what I'm get doing one now. that has SPF. I that's what I did this weekend. No, but you gotta always be reapplying. What with CVS. I've been doing I've been doing the spray on the on the the hand and wipe on the face method for years. I years. honestly you have decades. Great, you have great, decades. You have great skin. Yeah, thank you. I just I just spray the face. If that's all I have, oh, that's ruthless. That's ruthless. That is ruthless. Uh, there's a number of I've got some in my golf bag that is like made for the face. So I, I will put that on. I will reapply that. I see. I don't like spraying my face with aerosol. I you feel like it's it. going up into my sinuses. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's why. I'm yeah, that's why you, that's why you do it in your hand. Yeah, but then I feel like it's—I feel like the spray when you put it on your hand, it's not going to stay there as much as like. That's why I just use the solid or the cream or whatever. The oh, I see. You're a banana boat guy, aren't you? I don't know. No, I'm a bullfrog. Oh, it's tight. Bullfrog is dermatologist recommended. I use toad venom. You're using toad venom for mm -hmm. sunblock. Yep, I just put it all over my face. Isn't that your Mario Kart character? No, it's Toad Stool. Uh. Remember that? <laughs> I, I will never live that down. I feel like it wasn't. Dude, I caught I caught strays for not correcting you. I'm like, dude, I, I'm like, this podcast would suck if no, we all stepped in every time somebody botched something. I we get it more, already sucks. We get more content out of the <laughs> things that we fuck up than the things that we actually like get right. So like, don't don't complain. Like, this is who we are. Oh. No, you were a toad the wet sprocket guy, dude. I mat I matched so much sunscreen this weekend. Nice. I was just littering myself in in some SPF 15 dry oil. And I gotta say, okay. I, I feel like I feel like I have a nice little base going on right now. I don't look too too burned or anything what like that. Me? I mean, this is oh, dude. I went to a, I went to a rodeo this weekend. Damn. What? All right. Yeah, I'm a rodeo boy now. I wasn't in the rodeo. Country boy Will just loves going to rodeos though. Okay. Just you know, popping up in the trunk, cracking a few cold ones, just do, watching, uh, watching it happen. Oh man, they do some mutton busting. Oh, here we go. All we saw, and I'm gonna get this wrong. We did see bull riding, which was absolutely lit. 
uh, we also saw uh, barrel racing, which I, is that what it's called? Yeah, I love it. You know, we have a connection to a real life cowboy rodeo clown. Really, my buddy Lance, who I play golf with up in Dallas, mm. he did it forever, and now he—I don't think he does it anymore. He's got a family, and he doesn't want to die. Which is great. One of Sally's best friends that she grew up with was a sponsored by Wrangler barrel racer. That's tight. Yeah, that's very tight. There's a lot of aspects of rodeo that I wonder, like, why they're still in existence. Like, I don't, you know, even though I get the tradition, it's like, why are we tackling the oh the calf? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that makes sense. I know. I, I do you do you actually take like so? Is it? It's true that like the reason that the bulls are bucking is because of they tie their nuts i don't know if that's true or not i thought it's just because they're mean as fuck i thought you electrocute their nuts dude bulls are kind of don't bad. electrocute your bulls nuts uh, yeah i'm against that imagine being the guy that has to do that he's just got like a taser out before every single one <laughs> i bet I will you say, i bet you that type of guy i bet you he loves it <laughs> yeah <laughs> some of the best some of the best jackass bits were when they were at, in like a bull ring and yeah. somebody was just getting upended would you ever do no. uh, running the Bulls? No. No. Although, I, I don't know if it's the same it's town. Cr- yeah, I, don't, I feel weird. Didn't, it, didn't they kill the Bull at the end? I don't know. There's like seven would, you do the, would you do the tomato fight thing? That's what I was going for. There's a tomato fight. Tomato fight I would probably do, although yeah. not in 2020. Have you seen the Ger- uh, germs in the tomato? Inside the tomato. Uh, hey, and I, I don't want to get hit in the face with the tomato and have like – covid all over my face what if everyone's wearing like plastic gloves and masks that's a different story i would be would be wearing goggles so i guess it might be okay we're just wearing our like really nice ski goggles that we all bought for our two-day trip to Did I buy ski goggles <laughs> right yeah dude if you and if you ask me where my ski goggles currently are after that trip no clue i have no idea where do they i are. have some of your i have the stuff that you loaned me i think you and actually you kind of said i can have the stuff so i don't even remember to be yeah, honest, I don't mine. even remember what I loaned you, so I you can have it, Dave. I know. You definitely have my goggles, and Dave, they're yours. They're your goggles. Okay. Yes. I was I couldn't remember if I bought some or not. My goggles now, it's a little tax. We tax you to work for us. God, now I'm concerned. I have no fucking clue what <laughs> my goggles are. Have you um, heard of uh, La Batala Del Vino? Yeah, he wants to fight Dana White in a charity match. Not him. Dan. Uh, the wine fight in Spain, Will. Didn't know there was a wine fight. Uh, there's a wine fight, and it's just a party. What do people do? They spray red wine at each That's other with waste. super soakers, and then they get hammered after. Like actual super soakers? Yes. This video says that they were actual super soakers, and like water balloons filled with wine. Damn. I think we might have to do that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. I'll do that. International Man. travel. but Let's look into it. Yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, my weekend started off interesting. So Friday... I was like, oh, I'm going to play golf. Cool. So we, because, uh, you know, we'll, we'll ghost at our meeting. So <laughs> 11 o'clock, 11.30 rolled around. I was like, I'm just going to go walk on at Lions. So I went out there and uh, was promptly told, like, hey, man, I don't know if we're going to be able to fit you in. And it wasn't it didn't even seem that crowded. I was like, I'm solo. I'm riding. I'll do whatever. And they're like, just hang out here, man. I'll, I'll, we'll call your name. So I chipped and putted for, like, 45 minutes. And I was like. All right, went back up, and he's like, "Man, I'm sorry. The group, everybody's showing up with these groups." And I'm like, "There, a lot of these groups, I could, I could see them teeing off. They were doing the thing where they were playing with three, and they didn't want a single that they didn't know to play. So they're like, oh, my buddy's gonna meet us on like the third always. Love that late. move. Great I've move. done that move before. Yeah, I'm not and opposed it, to doing it. It worked that move. against me this time. 
And I was like, okay, I'll fuck off. So I drove across town to Kaiser and Clay where I tried the same thing and uh, did not get on the course. Seriously? Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, I, what the hell? I had about three hours where I, 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 I did practice, but – and they were cool there. The guy gave me like a, some range balls, and I, I was like, the range though, there was nowhere to hit. I was like, I'm not. I saved it. It's in my golf bag. Dude, this is this is like being on a Southwest flight and seeing like every single person in the front of the plane is just like, oh no, we're waiting for somebody, and their purse is just yep. sitting there. Yeah, I was not allowed to play. Um, so I think they're doing the thing at Kaiser, and maybe at Lions too, where they're spacing out tee times, because I mm. sat there on the putting green that's right next to number one tee box and watched. Uh, 10 12 minutes go by with nobody on there and i'm like i i was like i could have just gotten a cart and gone and played. it it, it kind of it was it was a bummer but not to at austin but like austin's not a great golf town so Mm-mm. whatever not super surprised Mm-mm. just need to join uh austin country club or something let's just do that need to yeah. raise the money let's just do that so i did not get to do that and then the rest of the weekend pretty much spent at home trying to mix in a lot of Twitter to keep apprised of current events mm-hmm. and balancing that with like not letting it overwhelm me because like it's kind of like I feel like being that tuned into stuff and like looking for actionable items and actionable tweets and stuff you can do, it's like it kind of wears on you. I think I talked about Screen it on, time. I think I talked about it on scaries this week. But like the amount of the amount of time that I've spent not just I I wanna be reading the news. Like, but then I see that, oh, this tweet got ratioed into oblivion. Let's dip into this dialogue between a bunch of people who are just there to argue. And then all of a sudden I'm like 30 minutes deep into this wormhole. And I'm like, well, this is terrible for my mental health. Like what, why am I still sitting here reading? Yeah. This? Mm-hmm. It's like, you gotta I just, find the balance. Yeah. And I haven't found that yet. Because I'm going Twitter, too far. Man, Twitter can go down so many roads, like you said. And, um, it's crazy. Like. I can't exist without Twitter. That's that's legitimately my news source. It's my number one used app, not even close. Yeah. 100%. Besides like Whoop Band, you know. What what's up to my Whoop boy out there? Talk to me this afternoon, Will. Okay. I started Lost. <sighs> why that. why? Yeah. I don't know. Oh it was Alyssa's like, hey, look at this. This is on here. And she's seen it and I never have I never I watched some of the first season back when it first came out, but I bailed on it for probably because I was in college. Um, but, yeah, I started it. And the thing I, I like about it is that it's – I don't know what's going to happen. The thing I don't like about it is that there's 22 episodes in a season. Yeah, it's too much, dude. It's too much. Uh, it, maybe cut that in half. They're like hour-long episodes, too. It's not – Correct. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, they're, it's long. It's too long. Initial thought. You've seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, you no, have all my friends were so obsessed with it, and they would like – It'd be like Thursday night, and they'd be like, "No, nah, we're gonna watch this instead of go do something." I'm like, "Really? We're gonna sit at home and watch Lost right now?" Like, "No, nah, I'm not. We're not doing." It's that. like a smart show, like right at the beginning or early or right before the prestige TV era. Yeah, that is kind of dated. I, I think if I was watching it back then, I would be like blown away by it. Yeah. Now I'm like not blown away by it, but I can appreciate it. But. I've heard it gets frustrating to watch at the end. I've heard. Uh, I had some Ross tweeted me like, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> a lot of people had that those those general sentiments, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I'm bored. I mean, who knows? I I just want to finish the first season. There's so much other shit I want to watch too. That's I mean, fair. Yeah, yeah. I just I I've never watched it, so I I can't. 
Zero, zero, zero on Amazon. Have you heard about this? No. Oh. Are you sure it's not called triple zero or is it called, ooh. It's called zero, zero, zero. <laughs> I like, I like, ooh, more. Ooh. It's about a uh, cocaine mafia and cartel. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's all you gotta the, say. the three zeros. It's, it's all you gotta say. pretty much what I'm looking for in any kind of show. That's solid. Is and it like a series say, or is it like a... I think Mexico or South America. I don't... Uh, New Orleans. Okay. And Italy. Like... Oh, oh Va Bene. No. New Orleans and fucking... Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means? It's, it's good. I don't know sure. what it means. Lit. It's lit is what it had to translate. <laughs> How do you say it's lit in Italian? I it's hard not. to say. Dude, like so, Illuminata. So the biggest thing to come out of my weekend, and this is this is following up from Wednesday's episode last week... We taught Rosie to swim. Hell yeah. Yep. How'd that go? Uh, well, so when we went to the same place when Rosie was a puppy, we went to the same place two years ago. Yeah. And Rosie fell in the water the first time. She fell off the little platform the second we got there, and she didn't know how to swim. And so she was very jarred. And then Sally decided that she was going to try to gent- like bring her into the water and like set her there. But it was just the damage had already been done. Uh, I was notified by Sally. She's like, you wronged me on that episode by saying that I threw her in the water. That is 100% not what happened. And I was like, all right, maybe I misremembered. But who knows? Maybe she did. And then, uh, but then this time we just kind of looked over and Rosie had dropped a ball in the water. And this was about two hours into being there. And she dropped a ball in the water and she, she just naturally went in to go get it and started swimming. And you could see she was panicked, but she was all of a sudden like, you know what? I think I can do this. That's awesome. So once we started nice. teaching her how to do like little laps and stuff, it was just over for everybody. Nice. So got a little Amazon delivery yesterday for the Rand Man. Ordered him some tennis balls. Some They're called wolf balls. Oh, I, they're orange. And, dude, he is – it was like I gave him the keys to the castle. Yeah. Like he – it was the best thing I could have done. He's like running around the house with it. Knocking it, like dropping it, getting it under furniture, and like you know, crying because he can't get to it. He loves it. Oh yeah. What's dude? What's the value prop? What's why are they so good? Yeah. I don't know. It's I think it and like so I'm doing the thing now with the tennis ball where I'm not letting him have it all day. I'm putting it away. Yeah, you can. So there's some value in the in that, so I can use uh, it as a reward. I see. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of YouTube, and um, <laughs> you click training, Randy. Not click training. You ever seen the movie Click? Yeah, it's a terrible. It's truly it's, shit. It's, it's and sad and, and kind of a disaster for everybody involved. Yeah, one of the real low points of Adam Sandler's life career, maybe. That movie came <laughs> up numerous times in conversation this past weekend. It's very weird that it's coming up again on Monday morning. I was playing golf me. with a guy in college. I'll never forget this. And like we're like watching a guy putt, and so we're being quiet, and he just like leans into me and he just goes thinking about seeing that movie Click. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember just looking at him and being like. <laughs> There's no way you. There's no way you made that putt then, right? He wasn't the one. Like, no, neither of us were putting. We were watching somebody else. (laughs) Oh, oh, so stupid! (laughs) And it was just like instead of being silent, he wanted to tell me that he was going to see check out click this weekend. I never knew how to interact with people on the high school golf team when you were playing with other people. It was like you can't just be silent the entire time. You don't don't be like the dude who when I. In, in a tournament, put one in the water. He just, as it's like going in, he, and it was obvious it was going into the lake. He just goes, splash. <laughs> oh, I, dude. I don't know how you didn't fight him on sight. Dude. Dude, I was furious. I feel like I, I want to give him a little credit here. He might have been just so used to playing with his buddies to where that's not like a big deal and just like reverted back. But, dude, I would have been. I, there's no way I could have finished the round with a, a good score had somebody done that to me mid-turning. I think this might be me re- revisionist history, but like I think I gave him a yeah, I saw it, 
<laughs> we all did. It's right there. <laughs> oh, if I saw you, if I saw that happen, I feel like you would definitely make a, a snide comment. If it happened that. now, I don't know how. If it was one of my friends, I wouldn't care. But if I was playing with this, I don't know how I would take it now. Actually, I, I'm a lot more level-headed now. Hopefully, but, I don't know. You and I almost threw hands when I was accidentally watching your pot that one day. You were right. <laughs> Why were you? <laughs> Will's like squatting, doing like a sumo squat behind me. No, like, I was wait, not squatting you behind you. I was not squatting. Will's got like, the, he's hanging the putter. No. Got his hands over the brim of his cap. No, I was looking at my putt because Dave and I had the exact same, like my putt was like pretty much cutting his putt in half. And so I was just kind of hanging in the background. Well, he was on the opposite wolf team. Yeah. And so Dave thought I was like reading the putt, but to be honest, I was just kind of zoned out. Oh, I didn't care that you were reading the putt. It's just that you were in my line of sight on the yeah. putt. And I was like, oh. And then I, I was like, like oh, dude, back. I'm sorry. And I like moved out of the way. But then it became a thing because then I missed my putt. And so Dave getting mad at Dave, like not being happy with me standing there, then affected me putting. And then I missed my putt, and Dave ended up winning the hole. And I was just like, God damn it. That this, is on like the, this is on like the third hole. The next Dang. two holes were quiet. Okay. The next two yeah, holes yeah, were quiet. It was just, yeah. <laughs> I think Klein was also there, and I think he was just like sitting there like busting out laughing. Yeah. The, the quiet two holes in golf are sometimes needed. Yeah. If, if you and your buddy get into it over something, like it could be a personal like shot. <laughs> That somebody takes at somebody's like girlfriend or something, just like all right, we're gonna have a quiet two it's holes. Like, yeah, dude, in everyone's high, gonna chill out. For in high bit. school, man, it got contentious. Like playing, like just weekend rounds with like, with the guys that we played on the team with and stuff. Like we like we blatantly caught a dude kicking his ball from behind a tree, and he tried to say he goes, no, the PGA. He goes, if you look at the USGA rules, there you can you're allowed to kick your ball if it's obstructed. Like he literally he, he was lying. I mean, obviously out of his ass. Yeah. We're yeah. like. So from then that point forward, we called him PGA Kick. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was tough. He's a good player too, man. I love that. I love that like confidence behind that though. Dude, he he was so good. He was the dude who like everybody thought was going to be an attorney because he like loved to argue, and he argued it well. I was like, damn, I, I, is that a rule? <laughs> I, I've never seen anybody kick yes, a golf ball. It's an interesting so, rule. I didn't know that occurred. I, I don't know why you wouldn't just get it and drop it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that that might you could that would have been more believable. But the the fact that you went with the foot thing. Foot wedge. Yeah, I don't think that's the move. No, no. Can't do. You just can't do that. No, no, it's not. Sorry, like something came across my timeline that just breaking startled, news? startled me. Yeah, dude. No, save it. Save okay. it for breaking I, I am, news. I am it needs to be it. broken now. No, yeah. it's don't it's, break it yet. The people can wait. Is this going to affect your wait. performance for the rest of the pod? No. Okay. Save it. Holster it. I'm, I'm holstering. Okay. Consider it holstered. Let's let's talk about our friends at stamps.com real quick. Oh. Oh, hold on. Actually, no, we'll do this after, Dave. I, I have a question for you regarding your weekend that we didn't touch on there. Uh for all of our sakes, we need to avoid crowds in any way we can right now. But what if you need to go to the post office? Do you guys thought about that? I need to go today, actually. Not gonna lie, I've had a package sitting in my uh my apartment for a little bit and I've been scared to pull trig on it because I'm like, oh no. And now I'm realizing, like, dude, just use your stamps.com account that you have, idiot. Uh, so if you need postage or send out letters and packages, don't worry. Stamps.com is here to help. With Stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and skip those lines and crowds at the post office. Plus, you can actually save money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. And I can vouch for these discounts. This works. Just trust me on this one. As if that wasn't enough, Stamps.com is offering you also offers UPS services with dic- discounts up to 62% and no UPS residential surcharges. Those are real. Those will kick you, too. A couple bucks on the back end there because it's a residential address. Get out of here. Mm. Come on. 
Luckily for us, Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer in the safety and comfort of your own home, office, or anywhere else you're hunkering down right now. Whether you're a small business sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or you're just working some from home and need to mail some stuff, Stamps.com can handle it all. We know how easy this is. Yeah, we've all used it. It's a good service. I feel like I feel like most people I know are using the, using this now. And if you're not, I would definitely check it out. Just for the shipping discounts alone. Yeah. Like even that, that alone makes it worth using as opposed to going to the post office, which no one really wants to do anyway. But like we said, you get the discounts, five cents off every first class stamp and up to 62% off shipping rates. It's a no brainer, especially now. It saves you time and money, keeping you safe during these crazy times. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes, are you ready for this? It includes a four week trial, plus free postage, plus a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in circling back. I'm going to reiterate that. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in circling back, no space. That's stamps.com, circling back. Stay safe, my friends. Uh, Dave, I wanted to discuss something with you that we'd not talk about while recapping this weekend in fun. Dude, what that pork be doing? That you'd never ask. I did my first pork butt. I like how you did it in uh, in stages. I felt a part of the process. Yeah, uh, I was inspired. So I bought that pork last weekend and planned on doing it during the week. But, uh, you know, well, the battle for my gut was going down, and it just didn't seem like a good time to, to put a bunch of pork in it. That's okay, though. Had it frozen, let it thaw. By the way, it takes a long time to thaw a big-ass pork butt. That makes sense. It looked like a big piece of meat. Can, I, was, can it, I say an NF confession real quick? Yeah. I didn't know what that was when you first put it up. You're not the only one. I sent it to my buddy Logan, who one of the early – like he that guy was like working a smoker in college like no one I'd ever known. And it was great. And he was like, I, he's like, that looks awesome, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, hmm. it lo- same, same sentiment for me. I was like, that looks phenomenal, but I have no clue what this is going to actually end up looking like. So, yeah, pork butt. Uh, hashtag Chad did one a few weeks ago. Um, my buddy Zach did one recently. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I, I, I did the meat church recipe, uh, loaded it up. What you saw, so all the juice that you saw, that was like a mix of like, you know, what was coming out of the pork and like, so like an au jus, but there was apple juice that I would, had cooked it in for the last couple hours and wrapped it up in foil. Ooh. And dude. Sounds like that hits different. It uh, ended up being pretty good. We've got a ton of it. Did pork sandwiches, Hawaiian bun, of course. My man. Uh, two hands. Brett. Eh, you can't a do a pork. Uh, burger, burger, like I could see how you could eventually get to that trash take that Brett had. Pork sandwich like that, though, you're going to have stuff everywhere. Well, you did – your gut shot was different than what I thought was coming. I just want to put yeah, that out there. What did you think was guts. coming? Those guys were thought, exploded everywhere. I thought you were going straight up like slice the pork butt and let's see the guts. Well, so here's how I shredded it. I don't have a bear claw, which is a utensil apparently I need to buy for shredding purposes. So when's I just you, went in by – I went. Pardon? When's your birthday? I don't discuss that on Okay, well, public. just – so. We'll talk off mic. Just consider that bought for you. I uh, just know it's July twenty first. That's okay. all you need to know. You're, there's going to be a bear, a bear claw. Okay. In your, uh, okay. In your situation. That's the only claw I do. Shout out to Vizzy. Hey, um, <laughs> so yeah, no one gave me blowback for having a knife there. Full disclosure, I did use a knife. I was doing a lot of it by hand. 
But the the thing you have to let it sit for like thirty or forty five minutes. Yeah. It was still smoking hot when I was doing it, so I just got the knife out to help me along with the process. So that's why the knife was there. Nobody came at me. Uh, KJ, KJ indirectly came at me for the knife. He said, hey, I bet people are telling you this. And I was like, actually, mm-hmm. nobody has you the first. Well, shout out to KJ for indirectly <laughs> coming at me. Yeah. Yeah, I like that he did that in like a very chill way. Yeah. It's fine. I know now. Now I need to get the bear claw. It's fine. But, um, dude, it ended up being good. Bear claw is a top-tier donut, by the way. Yes, correct. How far can you punt a bear claw is the question. That's a good question. Further than a donut hole, I think. It's got more to it. <laughs> These bear claws are $571, Dave. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm looking at $12 ones from I just, Target. I, I doodle bear claw utensil, and oh, there's 100 of them. Okay. <laughs> Why would anybody need 100 bear claws? Yeah, that's the first result is you buying a hundred bear okay. claws. That would be this is like this is like Dave renting that movie for twenty dollars. No, I bought it. I bought the movie. But it's like Dave's just like I, I mean I need a bear claw. Like here's the first one. I'm getting five hundred. It was a reckless, uh, dude. Let me say this. I'm I love when products look like what their name is. This is I, this bear claw looks like what it should look like. It's it's like brass knuckles with claws. This is awesome. I need a bear claw. Yeah. Right. If, if Brett, if there's not an email sitting in bear claws, <laughs> oh buddy. <laughs> Wait, th- these ones are bare paws, so there's competition here. Ooh, Dave, I like these other. Th- these ones are a little like on the classy side. They've got the wood base. Don't with- class up my bear claw, although that does look pretty sick. Yeah, how I much like- is that? Like fifty bucks? Uh, eighteen dollars. Oh hell, dude, eighteen six dollars more. Some elevated bear claws for you. You also toss salads with these. Okay. Uh, I think you actually a chopped chop salad tossed with these might actually make a lot of sense. Yeah. Let me say this, but be careful if you're doing. Anyway, I've got all the pork in the world. <laughs> I've got a ton of pork, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Yeah, I was I'm going to have more sa- more sandwiches when I get home. I'm going to have one more, but then that's how it works with like when I cook in mass quantities like that, like especially meat. I can do the same thing, lunch or, or dinner, and then the next day lunch. But I'm not going to do that again for dinner. Like I need to mix it up. Maybe do pulled pork nachos. Oh, pulled pork tacos. Black beans. By the way, what's your favorite canned bean? Uh, does Garbanzo count? Not like the style, but like the brand. No but, clue. Uh, bushes. You're a Bushes guy. Oh, baked beans? Yeah. Oh, honestly, I hate to say this, I have no clue. I never think so about it. So you know what I went with, and I think it might be the goat, is just the classic ranch. Just ranch beans. I love baked beans. I do too. I love them. I, I didn't like realize how much great, I liked Great for fiber too. I didn't know how much I liked refried black beans until I moved to Texas. Is that the stuff that they give you on the side at Matt's? What's like like the black yeah, bean refried black uh, beans? I'm, I'm not no, no, no. The you talking about the little cup? No, I'm talking about the like the thing that's all over your plate. It's like, it, like oh, those the, are refried the giant, beans. It's like almost purple. Yeah. Ugh. No Dude, thanks. What? No thanks. Get me out. Get out of here. Huh? I, I'm wow. gonna get heat. I'm gonna get heat for that take. I just uh, it's it's gross. Dude, refried You're, black beans are like the, it's just the best. Anyway, whatever, dude. Whatever. Uh, sneaky good with a breakfast taco. Yeah. Oh, dude. Otto? Yeah. Otto's a top five I don't breakfast taco. I don't even put eggs in my breakfast tacos anymore. I just do black beans, bacon, and avocado. It's the best. And, 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 and eggs upset my tummy, so I have to be careful. Well, how do we get here? We, oh, were, talking, we were talking pork. Yeah, what are you going to do with all this pork? It looks like you're going to a damn potluck. I'm going to eat it. Can I, I, can, I mean, I'm going to mix it in with some eggs maybe at some point. Wow. Just looking at different things to do with it. Could you make like a? Could you dedicate some to like some type of some type of stew or something? Probably, but it's so hot. 
Yeah. Are you, wait, are you saying you want me to bring it to the studio? Maybe, yeah. I should have brought y'all some. Yeah, I have I, would have, I mean, it's messed up. I would have crushed it this morning. I'm starving. Let me tell you, it, it was good. I even injected it before I cooked it. I, I have a food injector, and I injected really? it with apple juice. You ever injected meat before? No. Yeah. You have? Okay. Wait, well, uh, oh, the joke I was going to make was absolutely vile. Like with a turkey or something. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's uh, <laughs> it's fu- it's fun until like it starts it starts squirting out of other parts of the meat. That's see, that's weird to me. It is weird. It's it like, is. You're ooh. like, "Whoa, like how did that how was there like a tunnel there?" Actually, speaking of weird things going on in your body, did you see that someone on the Reddit uh subreddit uh talked about all the capillaries and shit and how we can actually wrap around the world like twice? Still don't believe There's it. There's no way anyone's ever proven that. Yeah, prove it. In Someone needs to donate their body to science. <laughs> see if we can get a wraparound. Yeah, do you think, <laughs> like, if you and I did this, like, who's going further? I mean, you're taller than me. I feel like you have... I'm not vascular, though. But I, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's a good question. I don't know. We can, we can do that challenge at some point. The capillary challenge? Exactly. <laughs> Brett, can you tell us about this buried treasure in Colorado? I can. I, real, just real quick. I, I bought a uh, chicken that says sell by June 4th. Throw it away. Am I done? You're done. Throw it away. Been, did you freeze it? I have a, I have one of one of the things frozen and the other's in the fridge. The other one, if the other one's frozen, uh, you're good. The one in the fridge needs to go. Honestly, smell it. Yeah. <sighs> you can kind of tell when you, when, you know, if you get your chicken out before you wash it or whatever, if it has that, there's a smell. You'll know yeah. when you, I can't explain it. I can't describe it. Only you can understand the smell. Fuck. No. Okay. Guys. But sell by, not use by. It didn't say use by. Sell by. Sell by. Yeah, but that's that's four days ago, player. Yeah. So you sell it. So you sell it, and then you wait four days. I just don't mess with chicken. When when it comes to chicken, I'm extremely cautious. That's fair. I'm extremely cautious when it comes to chicken. I've never had food poisoning, but I feel like chicken's like the number one culprit. That's what made me think. uh, That's what my, my gut. Like inflamed my gut. It was chicken or Brussels sprouts, but chicken was the last meal. And now, chicken for You're me, hesitant. I'm kind of out on chicken for the moment. You're hesitant, which is not great as a guy who's Damn. noted as being a chicken lover. You're a chicken boy, so I have to go home now. Throw away that chicken and start to defrost the other chicken. Correct. Look, man, everybody has that chicken that they like forgot about in their freezer for like three years ago that they have to throw out. There's no no shame in it. It sucks that you wasted that chicken's life because you were just selfish and didn't cook it, but you did. Brett, tell us about this damn buried treasure, dude. We're bearing the lead here. You know my dude Forrest Fenn, Will? No. 84. Don't know who that is. Seems like a chill dude. Yeah, he uh, he made a fortune selling uh, like trinkets. and He ancient... made 4chan. No, he, fortune. Fortune. Oh, yeah. okay. Fortune 500 selling trinkets. Thank you for clarifying that. Day. Well, he, uh, 10 years ago, he hit a treasure chest containing a million dollars in golden jewels in the Rocky Mountains somewhere. And basically what he did was he hid this treasure. No one's doing it. And that. then put out a book that had the clues in it. So you had to buy the book to get the clues. This guy's old school. Wow, that is uh, capitalism at its finest. Oh, yeah. This guy's old school as hell. Did he donate the – can you give me more on the book? Like, did he donate the profits or anything? Oh, no. He, he just he, went to his, his trust? He used all of those profits for – His per, estate is now dude, this just says, raking it in. This says, Okay, so go on, actually. It was called – the book was called The Thrill of the Chase. That's John sounds, Duda wrote that. Dude, that, no, that sounds like a book that, like, <laughs> uh, What's-His-Face wrote. Uh Who's that like scummy like Dan Bilzerian? No, the other guy. Actually, more on that in a few minutes. The other guy, 
I think he lives in Austin. Oh, Tucker Max. That sounds like a Tucker Max book that has like very unsavory. Never takes. read that book. I didn't read any Tucker Max. I knew guys who did. Man, I he's an Austin guy. He's like in guy. the Austin scene or yeah. something. Uh, so he, uh, he he hid the treasure as a way to tempt people to get out in the wilderness and give them a chance to take part in old-fashioned adventure. Will. So it had gold coins, nuggets, pre-Columbian animal figures, prehistoric gold mirrors, and ancient Chinese faces worth a million bucks. Four people died looking for this thing. Oh, yeah, wow, it says I'm reading. It says treasure hunt turns into a search for lost treasure hunter. Like people are losing. It says people, numerous people quit their jobs solely to try to find this. You can't do that for a million bucks, though. That's getting you to like twenty twenty five. No, but well, especially because you're going to take home like what is Colorado. You're not getting um, taxed on you, this. You're getting taxed on the you treasure. You get trashed bro. on buried treasure. treasure. Tax. You don't get trashed. Thanks on, a lot, Democrats. Taxed on buried treasure. Come on. You, yeah. No, you absolutely do. What, you, you think like pirates are out there just like fucking filling out W twos and shit? Can you treat it as a gift? You, can you write off the expenses for finding the buried treasure? It's then it's not a gift. No. <sighs> That's I'm telling bullshit. you, they're That's going bullshit. to tax this. No. If you get taxed on buried treasure with physical gold coins, you got problems. This country has enough problems as it is. Trying to end the Fed. <laughs> Dude, you can't you can't tax easy, buried Ron treasure, Paul. man. That's just messed up. Look, well, I'm not saying I agree with it, but here, let me argue this. Uh, how do they know? It's so physical. this guy had like ancient artifacts and stuff from like other cultures, and he just he put it into a game <laughs> so he could sell some books. Yes, he says that. That's well, kind of shitty. Well, he right? says that. Uh, he said he hid the treasure as a way to tempt people into getting into the wilderness and give them a chance to take part in an old-fashioned adventure and expedition for riches. That so, sounds like so a, that, that sounds mean, like a lot of cool. bullshit to it, me. Uh, yeah, it sounds like four, four, four people died, right? He yes. also said the chest was packed with hundreds of gold coins and nuggets, pre-Columbian animal okay, figures. Okay, those nuggets aren't edible anymore. No, like... What? Is there any Chick-fil-A sauce in there? Because There's not no way. Anyway. There's no way. Prehistoric mirrors of hammered gold. I didn't know gold, gold could get drunk. Did you say hammer of gold? Hammered gold. They must have had some busy bops. Gold slaughter? Uh, ancient Chinese faces carved from jade. That sounds actually dope. I'm not sure who jade is, but rest in peace. And antique jewelry with rubies and emeralds. Okay. Hammered gold. Hmm. You just open it up and Ari's yelling at Lloyd. Lloyd! 350,000 people look for this thing. That's what he says. So wait, where do do we know how the person found it? Like where they found it? No, no. He says he doesn't want his name released, and that, uh, but the, he did send a photo. Like there's photo evidence that he has it, but they're not. I don't think they're releasing any of it. And then when they asked him how he felt now that the treasure's been found, uh, Fen, the guy, he said, "I don't know. I feel halfway kind of glad, halfway kind of sad because the chase is over." And that would be a really big like, not like a bummer. But it would be sad that people weren't kind of doing it. You're all of a sudden, Fen's not, you're irrelevant now, dude. Yeah. No, this dude, he, he hit it when he was like 80, 84. I don't know how old he's, he thought he was going to die before this thing was found. Now he's just like, fuck, I have to do this again. Oh, the guy's still alive? The guy who hid the treasure is still alive. That's just, that's just, that kind of takes some, some oomph out of the chase for me. Did it melt this guy's face when he opened the chest? Uh, no, no word on it. He did send a photo, so I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I want to see this. This has this has a Nick Cage movie written. Oh, all absolutely. Over that it. should be this guy. The, whoever found it, that's their next quest is to find uh, the what's the Arctic Covenant or whatever. Is it Arctic Covenant? The Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. The, what, what's the Ark Day Covenant? That's different. The Ark Day of Covenant. I don't know. What, what are we doing? talking about? No, I don't know. Are I you doing the whole like the Holy Grail stuff? I thought it was the like Ark Day Covenant. Album? 
Holy Drift. Oh, I'm thinking I'm conf- I'm conflating uh, Arc de Triumph. The Arc with de the Triumph. Arc of the Covenant. And, Dude, I, I, mash, I mash that Arc de Triumph button. Yeah. You go to Paris? Dude, I was staying in Paris. I, I just, it was really tough, dude. I just need to get away from my parents, and I thought, wow. All right. Man, we just did a lot in five minutes. Randy, that's that's a clip. Yeah, Randy, so please cut that. I want to know. I'm kind I of just want to know if it's taxable. I do, it's not, there's no way. It, I mean, maybe that's why this guy doesn't want his name released or anything else. He's like, fuck this. Like, don't I, put me, don't make me oh, into that's some, abs- like, media you know what? dude. That's absolutely why. Because yeah. he's like, fuck, I don't want to, yeah. No, because like yeah, you're gonna have like, and then it's like it's like when you sign a big contract or something that like your family's all of a sudden like, hey, what up, dude? Been a long time since we talked. Why don't we just end the Federal Reserve system and then just back our currency with this guy's treasure, like, like jade masks carved and stuff? Yeah, whatever, like the the nuggets and the Ari golds. I don't know if the, I don't know if the Fed going down in favor of doing like chicken nuggets for currency is actually the plan though. I want to live in a chicken nugget concern currency. <laughs> You're like trading, like if I trade in my Bitcoin for some nugs, how much is this gonna? We ended up on Dylan's Bitcoin. He sold it. Oh yeah, he sold it like an idiot. Did it go? Did it bounce back up? Dude, no one knows. It's literally impossible to say. Huh. You want yeah. the answer, Dave? No, not really. Yeah, I kind of do. Does it go back up? I still have a mask around my neck. I just realized. You, you've been doing this. You've done this numerous times. I actually like your mask. Your mask is more swag than mine. It's swag, but like when I went to the ER, they made me put on a different one because apparently this one's trash. Oh, mm. nice. Oh, my sister made me a really good one, but it takes a little. It takes a little longer than my other one to tie on, so I've just been using this really crappy one when I'm in a, in a hurry. It's yeah. unfortunate. Shots the mask though. Wonder who owns Mask.com. I bet they're doing well. Smoking. Somebody smoke. Mask.com is currently for sale for the low low price. Of $2 million. Damn. Oh, my goodness. That's got to be one of the more expensive uh, domain names out there, right? Hey, what comes with it, though, is a premium domain name, professionally designed logo, and transparent pricing with no hidden fees. If I fees. buy mask.com, I don't want your generic logo. No. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to make I'm doing my, my own. own thing. Yeah. How much is maskoff.com? Anyway. Hey, we have, a, we have a new sponsor, and unfortunately, the new sponsor alert person's not here. Does anyone want to step up to the plate and give this a shot, or no. we just want to go on? sponsor alert. There you go. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Dave. Working remotely does not mean you need to feel disconnected from your team. Luckily, our new sponsor, Miro, can get your work done together with your people and collaborate wherever you are. Telecommuting, remote working, distributed teams, call it what you like. But more and more teams are now working from home, collaborate better, and get work done faster with the help of Miro. If you're still using an 8.5 or an 11-sheet of paper to brainstorm or organize your work, you need to expand your horizons. Miro lets you visualize everything you're working on all in one place. When, when we first discovered Miro, I was like, oh, great, another business productivity tool. Like, oh, these things are just always kind of a beating. No, this thing is beautiful. Do you know who it's named after, Brett? I, I don't. I don't know how to say his name, but his last name is Miro. Yeah. He's, a, he's an artist, and his work is it's beautiful. It emulates how this looks. It's, it's awesome stuff. It is right up your alley. It yeah. is an aesthetically pleasing business productivity tool, and I can vouch for it myself. I like business. I like being productive, and I like aesthetically pleasing things. It's you need this like ASAP because when we get tired of seeing your dumbass face, mm-hmm. we're going to make you use this and work from home. I've, I mean, I've, I've, we've just started coming back. I can't believe you're tired of it all. We're going to start calling him Brett Miroman. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, there we go. <laughs> if you're not sure what it is, it's an online whiteboard that brings teams together anytime, anywhere. Their infinite canvas is perfect for brainstorming, making mock-ups, organizing files, and managing c complex projects. They even have templates to help you get started quickly. You can add your docs, spreadsheets, sticky notes, and other important information directly into Miro. So you always have a single real-time collaboration hub. And it can integrate with programs you already use like Google Drive, Dropbox, Jira, Slack, and more. I'm a Slack boy. None of you guys use Slack with me. I'm just like talking to myself all the time. You can even video chat. That's what I'm saying. Dude, shouts. Yeah. Dude, the white, we don't even have a whiteboard in the office. No, we, we do. We, we have do. one it's, over there that yeah. I saw today. We got to put that up before oh, we leave today. That's the one. I, I think that's mine. I yeah, we're, in. yeah we're it putting up. it up. We're putting it up today. Randy. <laughs> Sorry. Put up the whiteboard. We'll have a, we need a digital whiteboard, which we have, we actually already have from Miro. Mm -hmm. And now we have a, and we have, an, we have a, a hard copy. Yeah. Uh, Hardware. It's everything you need to start working better. You guys want to get started on this? Because here's how. Start collaborating for free. That's right. F-R-E-E. -E, when you sign up for an account at Miro.com slash backer. That's M-I-R-O dot com slash backer to sign up for a free account with unlimited team members. Again, Miro.com slash backer. Do it up. Dave, there's some combat sports happening this weekend. That was a new sponsor alert. Good work. Good work. That's what that was. Actually, will you just do the combat sportsman as if you're Dylan? Ha! <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> um, yeah, did you guys watch some combat sports? It killed, at least on the Twitter app? It absolutely killed me because I was when I was at the rodeo, I had like a, a sliver of service. You know the service that you have when it's going completely out and then I for do. two seconds you'll get it and you'll get like a bunch of texts and then you try to respond to them and then your service just goes back out yeah that's what happened to me and people were sending videos of the knockouts within the group text and they weren't loading and it was ripping my heart out yeah i was wondering if you were having that issue so we had a card that was there were some notable fighters on there the uh the headliner uh amanda nunez she she's awesome she's the goat but there's really no one who can compete with her, so it's kind of like it's kind of boring to to buy a card with her on it because you know she's gonna pummel somebody, and um, you might remember her. She beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey when mm -hmm. she tried to come back. Mm -hmm. She's beating up everybody. She's bad. But yeah, she's a badass. How how many how long do I last in the octagon with her? With Amanda? Yeah. I mean, forty five seconds. That's too long. I was just that's, that's too long. And it's you, just because you're, you're significantly her. taller than her. Okay. So it might take a minute for her to, you know, get inside if your If we jab. go to the ground, though, she's going to like, absolutely, like, pummel me, though, right? She's going to pummel you on the feet. She's okay. a striker, too. Okay, okay. She's, she's well-rounded. But the best fight's on here. So we had – did you see the dude – you saw the first knockout we sent. Sugar I, Sean? The, okay, the, the knockout that I saw – and I'm sorry, I was, I was admittedly uh, quite faded after day drinking all Saturday. The first knockout that I saw was the dude that appeared to – uh, activate a move out of a video game where you start really low and then just like punch their head off. So that's Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, that one. That is, you don't see that kind of fight. That kind of punch landed in like um, anywhere the highest level of MMA Dude. or or in boxing because like he was loaded up. Now it was the end of the round. It was a. It was like the classic buzzer beater. Like he. <laughs> That poor dude, man. Cause it was a, it was a good fight up until that point. I mean, he, Cody, Cody went down. I think the dude thought maybe like I'm gonna throw one, get one more in, try to score like a, a, a just score, not try to like do any damage, but just right before the the buzzer. And Cody was ready, man. And he's already known as like the hardest hitting guy at that in that division. 
I think what were they fighting at? Like 145. They're they're lightweights. They're they're super lightweight. That's, I'm trying to get down to that. Yeah, that's that's basically where, where I would fight and get the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> um, but dude, that that was sick. But before that, you had Sugar Sugar Sean O'Malley. I almost said Sugar Shane Mosley. Completely different dude. I feel like if your name is that close, Sean O'Malley to Shane Mosley, you can't go by Sugar. Well, let me tell you this. I think Sean O'Malley is going to have. Uh, He's going to be a bigger star than uh, Sugar Shane. Ooh. I'm saying it. Ooh. This dude, he's undefeated. He's like six feet tall, and he fights at like 145, I think. Mm. And so he cuts. Like, I think he walks around at like 155 or 160. Um, But, like, he's so long and technical, and he's got power. And that dude, he was fighting Eddie Wingland. He had like this like crazy Dylan, like uh, Von Kaiser mustache. And uh, that was that. That first knockout was really explosive, and that was the first fight on this card, mm-hmm. which it made me happy that I that I bought it. I was I was very stoked to see that. It made I, it worth it. And then you had Cody like two fights later. There's a hundred percent chance that I would have bought these fights had I been just sitting in my apartment with Micah just doing nothing. I would have had y'all over. I'm bombed. I would have had y'all over. That I, th- poor, I thought about having Dan over, but like our apartment was kind of, a, or our house was kind of a mess. That pork m- needed to have been made on Saturday if you were having the boys over. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I'll do that next time. That's a great point. Okay. But yeah, look out for Sean O'Malley. He's a, He does like hair, uh, hair bits. He had like the um, rainbow colored hair for this one. And he's a, he loves Joe Rogan. He even said in his post-fight interview, "I fucking love you, Joe Rogan." So him and Joe are like, if you like, if I mean, if if any of us were in an MMA fight at any any point in our lives, and then Joe Rogan came up to interview us after, like, I think we'd all just be fanboying. It's like, yeah, we love you, Joe. I love you, Joe. Dude, I would I would start crying. Probably because I just got the piss beat out of me. You're my boy, Joe. So Joe, I love Joe's disdain for like the over-the-top. Um, social distancing that the UFC's doing and, and this is all probably their parent company this is Disney or ESPN or whatever but like um like sugar he's like man I wish I could see you Joe man I love you man and and Joe just goes cuz you know they're doing the post fight interviews with on cameras now yeah. with split screen mm-hmm. and Joe's like man I'm right here dude I'm going to talk to you after this <laughs> like so it's like Joe's just like completely he'll always like shoehorn in like yeah, everybody's been tested, yet we're all uh, sitting, you know, everybody here is negative. We're all sitting, like, 20 feet apart, though. That's the thing. Dude, it's like, it's like I mean, Dave, you're a Bundesliga guy, right? Yes. Uh, it's like the Bundesliga. Like, okay, so you're all tested. You're all in a locker room together prior to the game. And then when you go out to the to the field and you're a sub, you're sitting, like, six feet away from each other. And it's like, well, you were just in a locker room, probably, like, mm-hmm. high-fiving, yeah. hugging, gassing each other up, like, just being around each other. It just makes yeah. no sense. To it's me. optics. Yeah, it's 100%. all optics, but it's so weird. Also, the funniest thing for me is uh, so Bruce Buffer, you know the it's time guy, Michael yeah. Buffer's brother. When the some of the, you know the fighters get like real amped up, and they'll go over to like fist bump him, and he'll throw out the elbow, so he'll elbow their fist. Mm-hmm. So it's just awkward. I kind of like that though. Yeah, he like just that. I mean he's 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 wearing a jacket too. It's just it's just great, man. And to be clear, Sean O'Malley, he, I think he fights at one thirty five. He's fought at a bantamweight and flyweight, so it's a lot of weight to cut. But Bantam of the Opera. Bantamweight is the best name. What is what does Bantam even mean? You know, we used Spooky to have, season. That was like Bantam was like a a level in sports for us. It was like squirts, peewees, bantams, midgets was the the hockey. Hierarchy. What does Bantam mean? I have no idea. Fun and easy Bantam. That's Bantam's kind of holster a, that one, Dave. 
I holster too late. that one. Don't don't delete it. What does bantam mean? I just I don't even know. Oh, it's a chicken of a small breed, the male of which is noted for aggression. Oh, that makes sense. That's good. There's that's that has to be it. That's good. That's a good name. We almost named the company Bantam Media. We still might. Bantam Burner. Remember that? Bantam Burner and <laughs> LLC. I told Micah recently. Micah and I were at the pool. We shot us for getting a reservation. Uh, oh, I did and I, I said something to Micah, and I was like, I was like, yeah, do you know the original name of, of Washed Media? And he was like, no, what? And I was like, Bunsen Burner Media. And he's like, who who did? And he's like, uh, no, no, Dave did that. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> that was absolutely me. I can't wait for our, our 30 for 30 where we're just sitting there talking, and we're just like, yeah, yeah, Bunsen Burner Media was the, uh, the old one. Bunsen. Shout out to him. Do we even want to talk about Bill, Dan Bilzerian saying that he wrote a fucking biography at this point? No, nah, he's getting flamed, though. What's he getting flamed for right now? Just people like I, I maybe not reading the room. Maybe uh people are saying he's tone deaf. No one um, cares about no one cares about you right now, Dan. Yeah. Like all your like he, you're lit, like his Wikipedia page literally says that he's known for his lavish lifestyle. Everyone's like, "Dude, shut up." Yeah. It's I it, maybe it's a bad look to like his entire brand is to just flex and stunt and my life is sick and awesome. But like, you know, a lot of people's lives aren't sick and awesome so maybe tone it down i don't know i don't it's dan bills there whatever i don't really care what he does one way or the other i'm not like a, a guy that follows him but he was getting flamed on uh, the twitter today and he doesn't even have a name for his own book he's like uh, crowdsourcing it and he's gonna pay somebody to come up with a name for his uh, biography autobiography he's offering five thousand dollars to the best book title i feel like five thousand for dan bilzerian is a little low yeah that's that's a drop in the bucket Maybe yeah it's got to be five dig um why, why he he started in poker right why does he still have all the money in the world his parents are rich okay isn't uh-huh. that correct he had family money before this yeah there's something to that he's got I mean, he's so, had an itch so i listened to the rogan to, with him like three or four years ago. I've listened to that entire Actually one. not a bad one. Like you'll come across thinking like Will was saying before this, he's kind of shy. And it's not that he's unlikable. It's just that like. It's kind of a dud. It's like, it's weird. His personality is not him. His personality is the life that he portrays everywhere else it seems. Like mm-hmm. I don't think he actually has any personality or anything interesting about him. But he's got the money and business now to like actually do this stuff. Do you want the top comments from people on Instagram regarding what the uh, book should be named? I do. Um, well, the first one is just Weed and Pussy, My Life Story. And that's from Joey Swole. Mm. Not familiar with Joey Swole. Uh, someone said Nut Flush, The Rise of Dan Bilzerian. What is Nut Flush? I'm not, I don't even know if I want to know. Okay. Um, these are all, these can be like yours too. Yeah, Nut Flush. That's what they used to call you. These are terrible names. Flush people, nuts. All the people commenting are like too into Dan Bilzerian. Oh, dude, like Cleats and Cleavage commented, Crash Course in Weed, Wild Sex, and Bid Guns by Dan B. Oh, yeah, he blows stuff up. In it's the just doing, it's too much. It sounds like a paper on Dan Bilzerian. This uh, stinks. Does anybody remember during the... Donald Trump Jr. commented. Oh, okay. <laughs> DTJ? Donald Trump Jr. I hate hate the world we're living in right now. Donald Trump Jr. suggested to Dan Bilzerian on Instagram that he should name his autobiography Horny Goat. That stinks. Uh, Although, actually, he's doing greatest of all time. Okay. 
I'm kind of bummed because I saw that somebody named MTV Jesse, who had a check mark next to their name, commented. It was not Jesse Camp. Jesse? Oh, Dan. What's up? Hey, check out this next video. (laughs) Dude, far out. Why are you so good at Jesse Camp? (laughs) He was. if you want to ever Does go, Does anybody s- know who that is? Nobody knows who that is except for me and you. Brett yeah. clearly doesn't. Brett's no, just looking at his computer. Dude, you were way too young for Jesse Camp. <laughs> they no. did a they did a MTV used to do like a a, a VJ ch- challenge. That's what they called it. That sounds like what something. Did VJ else. sing? And <laughs> they were uh, trying to find the next VJ sing. They're trying to find the, the next VJ sing. <laughs> and uh it came down to like a Dave, what was that dude's name that actually won? Yeah, he actually won, and I think he actually's made a very good career for he himself. He does stuff. Yeah, yeah he's he's a he was very by the still. book generic guy. He should have. Jesse was like the people's champ, but people just wanted chaos because Jesse was like a six foot two, lanky, just like kind of burnout like his, vibes. His hair hadn't been washed in weeks. He was like, just like, oh yeah, we can run, man. Yeah, he kind of had like a. a Kyle Mooney quality to him. Okay, like the yeah, I know I know that type of guy. But like he was, you're like okay, this would be a, a train wreck. But like he seems like a sweet guy. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know. If you look up, if you want to see a video of him, and and <laughs> there's a video of him on YouTube uh, outside of a bar on the phone, and he's just trying to buy coke from his dealer on the phone, <laughs> and people are just like videotaping him, and he just doesn't care. Like he's just like, ah, man, yeah, get the gas and coke, man. I don't know. I think he I, he ended up starting a band. And I don't think it went well. And I, it wouldn't surprise me if Jesse Camp was just, like, you know, uh, struggling. I hope not. I need to put a face to this. Dude, I, he's, he's something else. Oh, God. He's 40 now, which I would have assumed he was older, but I guess he was probably really young at the time. Let's see. I have his Wikipedia page he's up. Missing. He's 6'4". He's missing? No, no, no. No, he's found now. On July 24, him. 2018, the Riverside Police Department <laughs> Camp was found and safe. Good for him. I mean, he, he was just on a bender, just hanging, dude. He has the haircut that all the girls had in, like, seventh grade when they wanted to be, like, punch chicks. <laughs> what, a we- what a weird guy. Uh, that one? <laughs> yes, that's, like, that's exactly how he looked, though. Like, he was just one of the we- – he was one of the most, like, weirdest, like, dudes. But he somehow was likable. rejects, dude. What was the other dude's name? He was from Dave- Granby. Oh, Dave Holmes. He was from Granby, Connecticut. Dave Holmes. You know anything about Granby? Sure don't. Cool. Granby. I don't candy. either. Oh, that's the KJ for the sandwich you just put up on Twitter. That's great. <sighs> KJ just killing it. KJ, if you're if you're unfamiliar with KJ, get familiar because he was on Ooh. our uh, he was on our Wednesday happy hour live. Go check it out. And also, uh, yeah, Jake Jake Kemp was on there as well. That was last week. <laughs> How are we gonna top that? We're, I don't know if we will. Last last week was great. I had I had a blast. I uh, got a lot of positive feedback on it. People were like, man, once you guys, like an hour in, introed your, your guests, <laughs> like it really clicked. It really took off from there. Yep. People knew K. <laughs> I like that people knew KJ, but not, not Jake. Somebody was like, more KJ than somebody. This is in like the Reddit. I don't know where it was in the comments. Like, more KJ. Who the fuck is this guy? I don't know who this guy is, but he's electric. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of electric, let's talk about bird dogs real quick. You guys know I wore my bird dogs this weekend at the uh, at the river like a lot. Hell yeah, dude! Mm-hmm. It was. Did it they was, did they dry quickly? They dry quickly. Yeah, they dry quickly. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they didn't dry quickly in the in the sense of when I when I. You, I'll just say it. I accidentally peed a little bit in my bird dogs this weekend, and I freaked out, and I had to run them up to the to the uh, the bedroom. <sighs> dude, 
Wait, were you in the water when you did this? No. Oh. No, I was in the bathroom. And I, did were you, you go full big cat? I was in the water. Or I was in the bathroom, and I and I was wearing my bird dogs for the night because I was like, whatever, we're just chilling at a lake house. Like, I don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. And I did that thing. And, like, you know how sometimes you put it away, and then, like, a little pee comes out? Like, yeah. Too much pee came out, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God. And I know that bird dogs are the driest fasting shorts in the biz right now, but I was like, you know what? I can't just stand in here for the next couple minutes. People are going to think I'm, like, going number two or something. Dude, they're definitely the driest fasting shorts in the biz. <laughs> Or dry, did I say dry as fasting? Dry as fasting. <laughs> it actually works. Yeah. 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 I've been intermittent fasting. Like, who isn't at these? At this dude, point? I, dude, look, that's how we won this battle in my gut. Exactly. Wearing bird dogs and fasting. I mean, these things are the utility shorts for just having fun. I didn't, did, I, I didn't need to take them off. This which weekend. ones did you wear? Uh, I have two. I have two pairs right now. Uh, I wore my gray ones with the blue tops and no belt loops. Okay. Okay. I like that my my khaki ones or whatever have the belt loop option in case I want to dress them up. Yeah, you can dress them up. You can dress <laughs> them up. Do you up. have the, the seersucker ones too? I do. Yeah, we got the same package. Seersucker's back. See, I didn't. I, we I got a different package. You got a different package. I got the seersucker, but I also got the other ones. But, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, seersucker, fuck. Yeah, dude, it's great. That's why. That's why. Like, so to pull back the curtain, the ones that I got were too small, and I was like, well, I need like usually if they were too small, then I'd like figure out a way to like. You know, give them somebody else and wash media or whatever. But I was like, I really like these, and I would appreciate if I could get another pair. So we got to make that happen. You, all you have to do is return it. They said they send it right back. I know, I know, and I, <laughs> I have bad news regarding that. I, I lost my return label, so I'm, I'm having oh. a little trouble. Oh. And I just, luckily we have stamps.com. Um, Bird dogs. If you're not familiar, they're gym shorts with a built-in silky soft inner liner that makes underwear obsolete. They also make the best pants you've ever worn. These things are great. We've all worn them. These are going to be my hot weather golf golf course pants for the rest of the time yeah like i they're t it's too hot right now to wear them so i can just wear some bird dogs out there but like the pants are built for hot days on the golf if course. i ever went pro that would be my pant of choice oh yeah oh yeah baby go to birddogs.com enter promo code steam and guess what they'll throw in a free pair of nunchucks yes you heard that right nunchucks you'll get an actual weapon along with your bird dogs that's birddogs.com, promo code STEAM, and boom, a free pair of nunchucks with your pair of bird dogs. You will not take these things off. I promise you. Brett, it's officially time for your breaking news. This better be good, man. It's been marinating. Break Will, this news. I'm glad you asked. I Dave, feel like you forgot what it was. I'm glad you asked. No, I got, I got three things today if Ooh. you want them. Are we choosing choose your own choosing? adventure? Yeah, thank you. It's a little choose your own adventure. <laughs> uh, do you want to go uh, tourism in Bali? I do. Do you want to go uh, it's hot, hot, hot? Or do you want to go MLB? Um, I'm going Bali. Yeah. Well, well, tourist Robert Roberts Jacob Matthews, 29 years old. Time out. Roberts. Three first names. With an S. Jacob Matthews. I don't, this name, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did he do something that I'm going to regret making fun of him for? Yeah, he fell into a well, Dave. Oh, damn it. He fell into a well 13 feet deep. And okay. was rescued after six days. He's alive and well, though? Alive and well. Okay. He made it. Uh, here's the thing. If you fall into a well that's like that shallow, aren't you kind of like, yeah, I can just fucking climb out of this thing? Uh, you know, it depends. How I'm shallow? 13 feet. Maybe this, yeah, I mean, maybe that, he broke his collarbone. Like, Isn't that the kind of thing where you put your back up there and they start wiggling your way out? How wide is, is said? Like, give me the diameter. Uh, No word. I see what you're saying, Will. So you use your feet, and like you just kind of propel, pump yourself up with your feet. Yeah. 
I bet he I bet he broke like his collarbone or something um, and couldn't climb his they, way out. People tried to throw a rope down to him and he couldn't get out because of his injuries. So Shots wrap it to- around your waist. Okay, easier said than done. I don't know how old this guy You're is. You're trying to like lasso twenty nine. Just rip him out. That, see, that's where the, that's where we need the cowboys. Yeah, the vaquero. What were those called? Vaqueros. No, weren't they like? I don't know. He's a safety, right? Kenny Vaccaro. Oh, the Church of Cowboy. What was it called? Cowboy Church. Cowboy Church. <laughs> and, you know, he's being chased by a wild dog, which is kind of ironic because aren't dogs supposed to help you get out of the well? That's true. You're like, dude, Lassie, what the fuck, dog? Yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. Were there snakes in the bottom of the well? That's just always water. a big fear. Just water. He drank out of it to uh, survive. That's but good. He, he contaminated it for the local villagers. So Thank you. Yeah. That just kind of, why are you jumping in wells to evade dogs? I don't know, man. He must. Wouldn't you rather climb a tree? Just pet the good boy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Will. Yeah. 104 tomorrow. Yep. Dude. As uh, I, I saw, So I want to give some credit to Brett. Credit where credit's due. Uh, last week, you were very high on telling us the the temperatures mm-hmm. for this week. Mm-hmm. And I acted smart, and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna act quick, and I'm going to get a pool reservation. So what did I do? I got myself a damn pool reservation. So I will be, catch me Good at the pool you. tomorrow when it's 104 uh, from 2 to 4. Nice. Just basking in the sun. I don't hate that. Basking. Uh, there's a there's news of a cold front coming through. Good. It's it's and the cold front just means it goes down to 91. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So. 91 yeah. means that nights are at least tolerable. It's gonna be dry a dry heat. Let me give you that <laughs> good info. So that means it will cool off a little bit at night. A dry heat. Always, what does that refer to? Being a dry heat. Humidity. Humidity. Lack of humidity. Low dew point. I mean, I sweat no matter what. Yeah. Like it's not gonna matter if it's dry heat or not. Dry heat makes my head sweat more. Humid heat gives me swamp ass. Just saying. Yeah. Doing head fair. sweat? Houston, like the difference between Houston and Austin is tangible when it comes to like in Austin, I don't sweat as much. When I'm in Houston, I'm just drenched. Yeah. Like catch me wearing linen everything. Yeah. But yeah. there will never be a Houston meetup in the middle of the summer. Ooh. Unless we're doing it at like a hotel bar so I don't have to leave the hotel that I'm staying at to go down to the bar and then I can just go to bed after. We'll do it at like the, the TGI Fridays at the bottom of the Marriott in Houston. Or Perfect. Whatever. I was, you can't really do like an El Tiempo meetup in Houston, can you? No. no. It's too lit. Too no. many people. Too lit. Too many people. And you're just sitting house. down. You think Matt's is a madhouse? El Tiempo is the same way, oh, if lo- not I, more. I'll be at El Tiempo this upcoming weekend. So. All right. Must be nice, dude. Yeah. Why don't you just go to Houston? Uh, your sister-in-law was there, I noticed. She was. Yeah. she in Houston? Yeah, I was very jealous. Very jealous. She she sent me a photo of the marks, and I was just I asked her I was like, can you get me something for tomorrow? I wanted some like some takeout stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think she did it. Dude, why don't you come with? It's Caroline's birthday this weekend. We'll just uh, do, we'll, like, do like a thing. Because I've binge drank the last two weekends straight, okay. and this weekend I'm gonna try to to not do that. He's not, doing a dry fast. But talk to me on Wednesday during this weekend and fun, and maybe you'll catch me. <laughs> maybe you'll catch me drinking all weekend. Catch again. you slipping. Yeah. What's the what's the next story? You have uh, two more? Yeah, the MLB. No, this is the final one, right? Yeah, this is the final one. The MLB uh, came out and said they're going to give players 76 games, 75% of the revenue, and sliding scale playoff revenue. Looks this like, is a win for the players, correct? Yes, they budged. But the players, according to John Heyman, are, they're not thrilled still because they want to be paid in, in full. Yeah, maybe if I'm, if I'm you know, ahead of the players' association or unit, whatever they call it, I, I might, you know, just be happy that we're getting paid. Do you see they're dropping that thirty thirty on the uh, summer of 69. Sosa and McGuire? No, they are. Are they doing one? We talked about that recently. Yeah, McGannon had a funny tweet. It was uh, 
the irony of this being like the summer that saved baseball dropping in the summer that baseball off itself. Because mm-hmm. I mean that's a thought. Like I honestly, if there's not baseball, I we got NBA and we're gonna have football. Like I'm probably and and we're gonna have golf. Like I'm, oh, I'm pretty oh, golf baseball. I'm, I'm sorry, stoked this fall. Sorry to all baseball, baseball fans be- out there. It's on the power rankings of the sports that are gonna be going on. It is dead last for me right now. And yes, I'm saying that as a team, a guy of a fan of a team that will likely not contend. 75 games is an incredible amount of games for a baseball season. Though. It's perfect. It's perfect. I, mean, I think we said 92 was originally thrown around. Like yep. anything under 100. This it's just it's 75 just, is great. It, it'll be it'll be perfect if if it goes ahead. They, the players want 100 percent of their prorated salary, and they're the owners are just not doing that. No. Well, you know what? How about this, Brett? How about billionaires build their own fucking stadiums? There you go. I'll say it. Do you see? Simp the, is the perfect fit. The memorial tournament. Hey, what's having... up? It's Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do the. Je- Can we just do a podcast where we just host it the entire time as Bill Simmons and Jesse Camp? All right, Bill, but what about the stadium? The, tax- <laughs> the taxpayers approved it. The taxpayers approved the bond. They voted. <laughs> You still oh, think it's that? It's so stupid. Soup is good, but have you ever had stew? <laughs> Did you workshop this in no. your car before you came in today? I haven't thought about that guy <laughs> since the last time he came up randomly three years ago on this stupid podcast. We are the only people to ever talk about Jesse Camp in the last, like, five years. Hey, a lot of people are saying... <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's oh, going to be 10 God. people who are familiar with him that are going to appreciate that. <laughs> I feel bad for uh, – yeah, if, if you are familiar with this, please go on the subreddit and let us know. Rock and roll, man. <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I mean – so, okay, here's final question before we get out of here for the day. Yeah. If, so they're, if they go ahead with the 75 games. Yep. And let's say Mike Trout hits 401. Does it count? No. No. No one's giving that credit, right? I mean, if there's one, if there's any protectors of like the record books in any sport, it's the uh, baseball. The yeah. baseball. Baseball hardo. Ravel Old man. Yeah. Ravel wouldn't give him credit. Do you think any pitcher could go undefeated? No. Well, how many minimum? Yeah. How many games? Well, if it's a seventy-five game season, you got five games. Five starts, right? So you're 15? Yes. No. 18. It, 15 would be 60. That was five. Someone could. Right? No. No, no, no 75. 15. Five. You'd have to go 15 and 0. But if you get, I mean, but you're not going to go 15 and 0. You'd probably go 11 yeah. or 12 and 0. Right. That would be interesting. That'd be kind of fun to be like, oh, that guy went undefeated. Undefeated. I mean, people are like, what, like 14 and 2? I've yeah. seen those records. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, like, I mean, this is, uh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I remember I had, I had Cliff Lee on my fantasy team the year that he like took off, and I was just like, dude, this guy's never gonna fucking lose a game. He's just the best that, pitcher ever. He had like weird lefty, like those lefties that are way like out here. Can't be. Can't, it's hard to see, you know. Pick it up when you're in the batter's box. Randy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always had that problem when I faced Cliff Lee. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't pick up on it. Like I couldn't get a, a, a taste of the spin until it was too late. <laughs> hey, you want to know the jarring thing? It wasn't really news, but yeah, are they doing pickles and stuff. No, uh, uh-huh. if you add salt to water before boiling it, which I do all the time, you're supposed to do that for pasta. For pasta, it takes like markedly longer to boil. That makes sense. And I thought my oven's been fucked up. 
because I've been like water, you're boiling the, wait, water. In I the thought oven? it made it boil I mean, quicker. Uh, Why my, are you boiling water in on the my oven? R- on my range? I mean, I thought it bo- made it boil quicker. No, like doesn't like the something with binding onto the. It increases the salinity, which increases the boiling point. That means nothing to me. The salinity of our city, of our city. System I think, of a down. I think we need to leave. <laughs> the pod. If we're doing, if we're yeah, if we're doing system of a down. References regarding oh. boiling water. I think it might be time to go. Let me get one more. F- let me salt in boiling water. <laughs> I want to make sure. Adding salt does the very opposite of making water boil faster. All right. Well, it's on mental floss. Is okay. that even legit? <laughs> I'll expose myself. That one I said to you makes sense. I had no. <laughs> I had no backing for why that would actually make sense. It was just like, oh yeah, man, yeah, for sure, dude. Like, yeah. Cool. Does it also does something? I think it it. Something about the freezing thing. You, you can make ice cream with like salt and water and milk much easier than, I don't know. Google it. What is, how was long, this it, a, a news story or just a fun fact you're sharing? It's a fact that came across my timeline. Oh, okay. Gross. Cool. I didn't know if this was is like a big breakthrough. Speaking of, though, if my oven, if, I'm, if I cook something at 450, it's not 450. How do I, recon, like, how do I reconcile that? Uh, you call your apartment and you're like, my oven stinks. It stinks. How old is the oven? Stinks. That's a great question. How do you know it's not 450? Because it's just like something tells me to cook something at 450 for 20 minutes, and I take it out after 20 minutes, and it needs like 10 more minutes. Yeah, that's mo. I think that's most ovens. I feel like that. That's they don't really get up to that. It's a shitty oven. You got to keep it shut. If it's getting to 450, you'll feel it outside of the oven. Like 450 is hot. I just remember from the Merriman Christmas cocktail hour. Hot bread, Z. I, I was, we were trying to make those jalapenos, the stuffed jalapenos, wrapped yeah. in bacon. And we're like, why the It just won't fucking cook. People thought the bacon was undercooked, but I ate three of those things and I was fine. Thank you. They were good. Klein, mostly. Klein, Klein, Klein thought they were. Klein likes his bacon. Why the bacon? Like, like the, he likes bacon like chips, where you can just like <sighs> griddle them apart. Uh, there's a time and place for that, but not with this particular uh, food item. No. Thank you, Dave. No. 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 We can go now, now. Fine. Yeah, I'm all set. Sweet. I had a BLT this weekend with some really good bacon. I love a good BLT. Yeah. Yep. We'll all right, t- guys. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. D- make sure. Hey, if you haven't done it already, watch American Pie. It's going to be fun. Ooh, tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a good one. Patreon.com slash Strickling Back Podcast. And, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for Wednesday's Happy Hour Live and Wednesday's episode. But we'll uh, see you guys tomorrow. Bye.